You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias, brought to you courtesy of the Diamantina Podcast Network, at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, like, subscribe, five stars, all that jazz. Joining me today, as always, Edward Lloyd Simpson. How are you today? I'm well. Hello to the punter and the dribbler. Absolutely. It's a fucking pleasure to be here. Uh, Rugby League Eve. Well, the Eve of Rugby League, yeah. 2019 season. That's right. Uh, Season number, who cares? Yeah, yeah. We don't do that shit in Rugby League. You don't have to fucking put a number in front of every season. It's just the 2019... Super Bowl. Exactly. It's just just the season. It's just the season 2019. Well, because no one really knows when it starts. It's steeped in mystery, Rugby League. It is. It's sort of like they don't know how tennis scoring works. Sort of similar to that. Makes no sense, but it just is. It is. It's ethereal. Yes, ethereal. Ethereal? Yeah, ethereal. Ethereal? No, I don't know. Ethereal sounds more like a some sort of... Like someone's name. Or like a cleaning agent. Ethereal? Ethereal is what you're going for. Okay. But that's all right. Rugby League is ethereal. You are correct there. All right, Eddie. So coming up on the show, what do we got? We've got shitloads coming up. Rugby league, um, bit of scandal, but bit of fucking football about to be played this week, Tom. Yep. We're going to touch on all things rugby league. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of alpha males in world sport and a couple of beta males in world sport. Uh, we'll be covering both of those. Uh-huh. So strap in for that. Absolutely. Uh, we predicted at the start of the year that Australia would get their sixth World Cup in the cricket. Uh, all signs point to that being a... Correct prediction? A correct prediction. The Aussie boys certainly do look like they're throbbing at a World Cup winning rate. They've got a throb going on in India. We'll be touching on that pun as dribblers. Not to mention, Eddie, uh, sort of trying to work our way through the long-forgotten art of horticulture. Huge show, punters, dribblers. So strap in, okay, and get ready for a couple of yarns. Warm up those ear holes, you little fucks. Now, Rugby League kicking off. Thursday, Storm Broncos. Now, the, the beauty about rugby league being back, Eddie, obviously, is that it's been a scandalous off-season. It's been fucking scandalous. It's been the most scandalous off-season. Ever. In history. Now, we've we've gone pretty deep into the off-field scandals, Tom. Yes. Well, as deep as, I think, the punter and the dribbler. Mariana Trench deep. Yeah. Which is 11Ks deep. Yeah. Deepest part of the earth deep. Yeah, that sort of depth. That sort of depth. The rugby league scandals stretch all the way to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. And back up again. Well, now they're starting to make their way back up, obviously, with the latest one that that, that rugby league thought they'd just slip in before the start of the season, which is, I mean, somewhat semi-recognisable, but sort of nobody player, Penny Terrapo of the Parramatta Reels, thinking that he will do his best to maybe just, you know, that one little bit, that one more promotional push before the season kicks off. Because as we've already established, Eddie, have not seen one promotional piece of footage outside of Scandal to promote the uh, 2019 season. Certainly not from the NRL. No, I've, that's I've what I mean. started to see little droplets of, of Channel 9 doing some work. To promote, to promote obviously. their obviously their broadcast rights, Tom. Yes, but nothing out of the NRL specifically. That's no. bums on seats. Buy your memberships, rugby league. Who loves who their loves rugby, their league? rugby league? And None of that. That's why if if I was to throw on the Hello Sport tinfoil hat for a second, 
you could you could that you know some of the uh, the more cuckoo people out there might say that the NRL was behind this scandalous off season, but that may not. Well, be. I don't think they were. Uh, I don't think they were behind it. I think that's too tinfoily for my liking. What I think what has happened is they go, why spend any money? When we've got rat bags out there doing it for us, Correct. that's all it is. It's just it's it's a budgetary decision. Rat bags at work. Now, Penny Terrapo. Yeah, big Penny, big Penny. Not necessarily a friend of the show. Wouldn't say that, but or maybe you know the household name, Penny Terrapo. Yeah, I think so. So I just want to quickly, if you're living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise, I do stress that either or. I just want to take you through what what Penny did. Get you up to speed with what Penny did. Well, I think get the punter and the dribbler up to speed as well. Yes, that's it. I mean, I would have hoped they would have got up to speed for this podcast. So they, you know, thinking we don't want to make him catch us up, but we're going to catch you up anyway. So Parramatta Eels have stood down uh, Penny uh, because, uh, let me just get, because he's allegedly been abusing Air New Zealand staff in an alcohol-filled incident on a flight from Tonga to Auckland on Saturday night. That's why I feel like this might be the dumbest scandal of the offseason because, like, after everything, after the offseason from hell and Parramatta spooning it last year, oh, why Penny felt the need to promote the game anymore is beyond me. But, look, I guess we've got to thank him for look, it. Look, Penny and Pierce probably don't mix. No. So, according to a New Zealand-based news website called Stuff, the incident occurred on a flight between Tonga and New Zealand, Eddie. Yep. So Stuff have said that Terrapo took his own alcohol onto the plane in a coffee cup, which I'm assuming, from my travel knowledge, is a big no-no. So he's got, a, he's got his own coffee cup. Well, how's he done that? How's he got through security? He refused to hand it over to Staff, insisting he was allowed to drink his own alcohol on the flight. So they've had a good they've had a good look at what's in the cup. Well, they know it's piss. They, he probably reeks of piss. He's reeking of piss. Not Jack White and piss, but alcohol piss. How has he got it through security? Yeah. You can't just carry liquid through when you get screened. He must have bought it in there and then put it in a coffee cup. Took his own alcohol onto the plane in a coffee cup and refused to hand it over to staff. Yeah, so maybe so maybe he carried on in a coffee cup once they realised it was piss. They've tried to get it off him and he's refused to hand it over to Air New Zealand staff insisting he's allowed to drink his own alcohol on the flight. Well, you're not. They then quote eyewitnesses saying Terrapo threatened an air hostess before his manager took a large bottle of spirits from him. The witness was said, who I really felt sorry for was the air hostess who sat across from him. From her body language, I can tell she felt uncomfortable as he prompted her with questions like, what are you doing after or tonight? Do you want to come to Parramatta? <laughs> now, I've, I've been offered many things in my life, Eddie, Coming to Parramatta is not one that's going to get... It's not in my repertoire of trying to seal the deal. So that's how he's... So he's sitting across from her, stinking of piss. Yeah. Has just had a, a bit of a stoush because he refused to hand over his coffee cup. And then he's tried to start uh, betting this woman. Yes, I believe he thought that this was And the his right go-to time. line was, can I take you out to Parramatta? Mm. Look, Penny, now... I don't know how that's gone for you in the past, but I would be shocked if that, that's worked before. Well, that would be a rugby league miracle, Eddie. If he was, if he was able to, you know, after after sort of fucking up so badly, if he was able to turn this thing around to the point where he was able to then woo this air hostess back to Parramatta of all places, 
that would have been one of the great rugby league miracles. Well, it would have been one of the great rugby league stories, Tom. <laughs> Certainly, the story. And of the we've off been season. looking. We've been looking for some positive spins, some positive stories to come out of this off season from hell, and maybe that was it. The the silver lining, as it were, yes. is that Penny betted a woman in Parramatta. Well, I think the NRL, and having spoken to Todd Lee, uh, Todd Lee Greenberg extensively uh, in this offseason, just around these certain sagas that have been going on, Eddie, you and I have, that for that matter. Biss and Todd Lee. Biss and Todd Lee. Um, I know that he was really excited to, to, to try and spin that story. Had Penny been a little bit of a, a, little bit of a rat bag to begin with, but then turned it around... You know, start Leggy's done good. Leggy done good. Start chatting up this this air hostess. Manages to then spin it to the fact where she is then so inclined to head with Penny back to Parramatta, no less, to put in some work, to you know a bit of communal pipeline. That would have been a great story pre-season, but unfortunately, Penny didn't seal the deal. Penny actually passed out, Eddie, from what I'm reading, passed out and was then escorted from the flight in New Zealand. By police. Escorted or carried? Well, he was escorted. I believe he woke up maybe just before landing. The problem Penny had as well, Eddie, which I think has to be taken into consideration, is that he was inviting this woman to Parramatta, but the flight was to New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) So if that gives the... Penny's got muddled. If that gives the punter and the dribbler any insight into the level of intoxication that Penny was at, uh, he he didn't realise he was going to New Zealand. Look, I'm gonna. Gi- I'm prepared to give Penny a rocket clap for you know having a crack, but on this occasion you've fallen well and truly short. And is it an omen for Parramatta's season? Yes, I yes. think it is. Yes, I think it's an omen for Parramatta's season. Are they going to fall wildly short? Yes, I think they will. So I think I think uh, not only are they going to be short, heading in the wrong direction from the beginning. They're yes. going to start poorly. Give you a little. Oh, maybe if they kept doing. No, that was only two games, and mm. then and then out. Mm. Yeah. Not a great start for, for the Spoon Wardens. Absolutely not. Reeking of back-to-back Spoons. Yes. History of uh, poor performances, Paramount. So if, if any punters and dribblers like, out there like to uh, you know, have a flutter from time to time and you believe in signs, then this is a sign that you should be fucking taking to the hills. All reports are that... To the bank, rather. ...that Penny will be let go by the Eels. Based on this little indiscretion. Yes. Okay, so there was absolutely no silver lining whatsoever. No, we couldn't. I mean, well... We tried to find one? Well, had he betted the woman, Eddie, this we may not be talking about this. We might be talking about captain of the Parramatta Reels, Penny Terrapo, betted a woman. Top eight hopefuls. Top eight hopefuls, Parramatta captain. Captain of the top eight hopefuls, Parramatta Reels, Penny Terrapo, betted air hostess after ratbag behaviour, done good. We've got another doctor in the rugby league fraternity obviously we got dr bryce cartwright yeah and now well dr mrs bryce cartwright that's correct chantelle well she can be dr cartwright she can still be dr cartwright can't yeah she? yeah and now we've also got dr winter Win, uh, winterstein yeah frank winterstein's uh wife frankenstein mm. dr frankenstein so she has also come out um spruiking the the benefits of uh not vaccinating your children. Anti-vaxxing. Anti-vaxxing. It's now, it's now a, a rugby league movement yes. amongst the wags. Amongst the wags. It's, it's a it's, wags movement. It's a wag movement. Like, uh, I didn't think that the rugby league wag was heading in this direction, Eddie. Well, look, historically, rugby league players, not great thinkers. No, that's Historically. True. Now, 
clearly one could draw parallels between the leaky and the leaky's wife. I look. I don't want to tar the leaguey with the complete brush of not big thinkers, but certainly there is an no, element. No, no, but, no, but there's factions within. within rugby league that are vocal non-thinkers. Yes, they're proud of not thinking, and that's fine. That's okay. Help, fucking great football is most absolutely, of them. mate. Hard as buddy rock can rip in for eighty minutes. Can play full eighty minutes, not a problem. Huge motors, lightning quick, play the balls. Devious, devious. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Devastating, devastating ball players. Well, de- deceptive ball players taking it sure. to the line. Sure, look, all those playing things, it late. all those things, but not sometimes not great thinkers. No, just like sometimes the wag, not a great thinker. Either. No, sometimes, sometimes. And in this case, a couple of doctors, D or doctors, D or doctors, despite their uh, credentials uh, as D or doctors, yeah, D or doctors, which would be um, a, uh, let's say a, 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 a statewide recognised TAFE course. Look, it's in look, it is, but it is recognised. Cert for. It's recognised on Instagram. Yes. Which is, you know, basically yeah. all you need these days. So what we've got on our hands is a couple of DL doctors with uh, Instagram qualifications. certified qualifications who have started a movement which to most seems barbaric. Certified influencer, DL doctor. Not mad at the Dior doctor, though. I'm not mad at the Dior doctor, but just know that they are a Dior doctor with no real creds and that they shouldn't be given any airtime other than for us to laugh at them. Yeah, exactly. Because the moment the Dior doctors start replacing real doctors is when we're fucked. We're absolutely fucked. I wonder if, you know, we start getting some of the Dior doctors into clubs like when someone's done their ACL and we get a Dior okay. doctor in there to sort of... Okay, so when Frank goes down, maybe an ACL injury, maybe he's done the Achilles Big Frank yeah. or he's done a shoulder. Maybe we get Chantel Cartwright. Chantel can get in there and, and patch him up. Yeah, with some sort of, you know, healing balm, soothing remedy or some maybe, sort of oil. Maybe some of those spiritual rocks, you know, yeah. the ones. Yes, I do. Harness energies. Yes. Maybe it's better to, um, you know, do surgery or use these rocks during Mercury retrograde, which I believe is happening right now. We're in the middle of it, I think, I Eddie. think so, yeah. Smack so, bang in the middle of Mercury retrograde. So if anyone's okay. feeling a little bit down or gloomy out there, you know why. <laughs> so how about this? If your wag is a Dior doctor, you no longer get real medical treatment. No, you don't. You don't at all. You are now exempt banned from real medical treatment. No. Because you have basically... You've you've signed up to their practices and to their beliefs and their way of thinking. At some point, it's your responsibility as well. It's, it's absolutely your responsibility. If you're going to condone the DR, DR doctor, you are now being treated exclusively by DR doctors. Okay? So we'll leave your career in the hands of them. And when you come back to us broken and fucked... There will be no forgiveness. You've only got yourself to blame at that point once you put the the health of not only yourself but a, a newborn child into the hands of a DO doctor. You only have yourself to blame. Now, some of you might out there be saying to yourself, but aren't you two DO doctors? Not medically. Speaking. No, not medically. I still go to the doc. We're, I still go to the doctor, doctor. We're, we're, we're DO doctors, but we have our doctorate in sport. So good luck to them. Uh, good luck to Frank, and good luck to Chanel Cartwright. I don't know what Frank's wife's called. And good luck to Bryce. Your Frank's wife, because I'm not sure what her name is. But uh, all the best with the spreading of anti-vaccination rhetoric. One more rugby league story, Tom, and it's one that's 
it's been particularly spicy this week. Yep. Spicy for a couple of reasons. Yep. So obviously Cronulla embroiled in another salary cap controversy. Now, for the punter and the dribbler who is perhaps a little naive, they might be sitting there going, holy shit, strip them. This is ridiculous. Um, throw the book at them. To that, I would say, hold on. I've Calm been down. doing some research. We've got Eddie onto it. I've been doing some research and I'm going to compare what they've done to compared to what Storm well, did. I would also want to say this as well. If you don't think that every team in the NRL is cheating, you're an idiot. Absolutely. They all are. 100 and... F- 1,000%. Allegedly. Allegedly. But they know they are. Do your own research, but allegedly. Yeah. Now, before Eddie gets into the, the stats and facts, the reason for this conversation around the Sharks and the Storm is because former Australian test captain, Queensland captain, all-round throbber, um, Cameron Smith, came out this week and said if the Sharks weren't stripped of their 2016 premiership, uh, even though they have been found guilty of salary cap breaches, then the NRL should look at reinstating the Storm's 2007 and 2009 premierships, to which I say, nah, bra. Uh, nah, bra. Absolutely not. Now, fucking, this is what old mate wanted, right? So Cameron Smith wanted them reinstated, okay? In light of uh, the Sharks being found out to have a discrepancy of $750,000 in illegal third-party payments, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the Sharks, as smart as they are, self-reported a $50,000 discrepancy. Then they had a look and they were like, ooh, sorry, bro, it's actually 700000 more than that. It's 750000 Whoops. Whoops. Uh, for those that want to know why they weren't over the cap during their um, premiership season, it's because they were they did have illegal third-party payments, but they were paying... They were under their salary cap normally yes. in that season. So they were under their salary cap and then they tried to cheat. Yes, but they, they tried to cheat, but they couldn't because they were actually still under. Yes. Because they fucked up their books. Yeah. Complete and utter bed shit. Bed shit on the behalf of the Sharks. But a bed shit that saved their premiership. 100%. Rank. Now, Cameron Smith has looked at this and gone, oh, okay. Well, if they're over by 750000 and not over during their premiership year, by the way. They should get their premierships back. Uh, sorry, Cameron, brah, but you were $3.7 million over the salary cap over five years, three years of which you were over by a million dollars a season. A million dollars per season. This is 750000 combined since 2013. Cameron Smith, no, mate. No. What the fuck are you on about? In what world are you getting your premierships back for being $3.7 million over in five years? It was the most systematic um, rorting. rorting of salary cap in fucking history. People had boats and shit in their garage. Players signed multiple, like two contracts. Yes, they had two contracts. Sign this one, sign that one. So for you to come out and try and and try and wrestle back a couple of prams, you look like an idiot, mate. It's you look weak. like a moron. Even even Cooper Cronk came out and was like, "Look, like nah, yeah, nah. nah." Even he nah, bro. But him. of course he nah, bro. It because he knows what's Cameron on about. You've got you've got a shitload of prams in the bank. What else do you need to prove? Exactly. 
You look, you look, you look senile. You look, he does look. You look senile, senile bro. Do you know where you are? Do you know what year it is? Why are you still playing? Like, yeah, four hundred games so are old. sick, but you are senile as fuck, bro. And I think you need to go and have a check at the dock because you might have taken one too many knocks getting through a shitload of work at hooker. Yeah, yeah exactly. Is that it- would be my. My thoughts on the phase. Early estimation, maybe a little CTE, a little bit of that mundane vibe about him. Starting to lose his wherewithal. Might have a bit of mundane syndrome. Yes. Look, we can't be sure, but signs are signs. Signs are signs. And when you're asking for those prems back... Do we know where Cameron is right now? Is he missing? Is he like, you know, is he wait? Is he lost? Is he at a bus shelter somewhere? It just seems like he's sort of... Is someone down. looking after Cam? Is someone looking after Cam? Because it sounds to me like he needs a full-time carer. Yes, because he's lost the plot. He's absolutely lost the plot. Now, if someone from the Storm could get in contact and just confirm that they know the whereabouts of Cam and that, he, and that he has got full-time care, yes. that would... That would uh, Soothe us. Yeah, well, we're, we're concerned about him. It's not like we don't like Cam. Well, we're not. We're, we're not animals. No, we we are out for his best interests. We're just and also we respect him. He's a great future immortal. He's just lost the plot. But yeah. he's just he's lost his mind. He's is all lo- we're saying. Lost his marbles. He's got mundane syndrome, and we're concerned. So shout out to Cameron. No, you're not getting the prems back, buddy. Not happening. Not happening ever. But while we're on the topic. If Totally wants to go back and review 2007, eight. Oh, we won eight. Sorry, if he wants to go back and review 2007 and maybe start handing out a premiership again, I mean, we'd welcome that. Well, I, obviously, look, the runner-up should have got it at the time. Yes, I think they made the wrong call back then. Certainly did, but I know what. But you know what? As as winners, Eddie, as Manly are champions, we wouldn't want to accept a premiership on those terms. Now, would we have won it had they not been cheating little ratbags? Sure, sure, we would have. But they were, and they've sullied the game's history for it. And now there are asterisks there, as there should be. But everyone will go. Well, I think that's yeah. I think that's fair because who'd they play no, in because, the grand final? No, because it's a reminder. Of sullied seasons, yeah. sullied at the hand of the storm, yeah. who cheated exorbitantly and cheated with such vigor that it will likely be unmatched. Yeah, except for allegedly the Roosters, who just when you look at their team, it's so obvious, but no one can do anything about it because allegedly their books are allegedly just cooked so good. Well, allegedly, allegedly if you've got the allegedly best alleged accountant in the world. Allegedly, yeah, or in the rugby league world, yeah, or in sport in, in I Australia, mean, in the country. Like allegedly, that fucking club has got fuckloads more talent than one could allegedly fit under a salary cap. Allegedly, yes. But if I'm doing my numbers, and I like to think I am, you, you I are. see a lot of representative footballers in one team and one cap. And also, a lot of players that are allegedly close to the sort of million-dollar mark. So you're supposed to have, what is it, 32 players under the salary cap? And Mm. I'm looking at, like, a lot of boys close to a mil. Allegedly. A lot of boys close. Crichton, what's he? He'd be seven-plus. Crichton, Tedesco, Cooper. um, Cordner. Cordner. Luttrell. Luttrell. Hargraves. Keary. Uh, Kronk. Fuck you already. Fuck you already, allegedly. All that behind us, Tom. Hey, rugby league. Rugby league starts on Thursday. Am I pumped for fucking the Broncos and the Storm? Yeah, I sort of am. I am. I'm pumped. I'll tell you what else I'm pumped for. I'm pumped for Roosters, Rabbitohs, 
I want to get the, the roundup. Can we get the roundup? Yeah, I'll get the roundup. Get the roundup. Now, punters, dribblers, if you'd like to get out your checkbooks, okay, get your checkies out because we're about to give you the round. We're going to pick it. Get ready to pick the round. Storm Bronx. Uh, I'm Storm. Go- I'm going Bronx. No, Amy Park. No, Slater. Amy Park. No, Slater. Amy Park. No, Slater. Seabold at the Bronx. Jack Bird back to form. Knights, Sharks, Knights. Knights, but also the Sharks. Roosters, Rabbits. Uh, early upset. You're going to go Rabs? Yeah. I'm going Roosties. So wait, we need to kind of keep this on. We need to kind of come to a consensus here for the punter and the dribbler to make millions. So start again. Broncos, Storm, you're saying... Look, Melbourne at home. Okay, okay. We'll go with that. Let's we'll go, go with that. that. All right. Then Newcastle Knights, we agree on? Yes. There you want to go Roosters? Yes. Sure, okay, fine. Warriors, bo- Warriors, dogs. Warriors in New in uh, New Zealand. Warriors, hundred uh, percent. Manly West Tigers at Leichhardt. Manly. That's money for jam. Manly. Put the money house for on. Jam. That's the special. North Queensland St George. Does St George get like? Do they? Fucking, Where's it at? It's in North Queensland. North Queensland. Yeah, they got a good forward pack. Panthers Eels. <sighs> Panthers. Do they? Is this their way of fighting back? Or do they have too much turmoil going on? Or that? Or does this galvanise a young squad looking to make it big? Let's go Panthers. I think Panthers, in front of a big crowd out there in Penrith at uh, Penrith Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Titans Raiders. This is the biggest care match of the round. Titans. Titans in Seabus Super Stadium. Titans. I think the Raiders get off to a shocker. I think the Titans are a smoky this year, and I think the Raiders are spoon faves. There you go, punters, dribblers. If you if you put down all those bets, you're going to make a lot of money. Now, you might say you've picked all the fucking home sides except Manly. <laughs> to that would say... Well, if you want to make money... Do you want to make money or not? <laughs> so, I think you and I were pretty adamant recently when we talked about this being the biggest uh, winter in living memory, cricket-wise. Yes. World Cup into the ashes. Yep. Now... You and I, along with Punter, Punter Biz soon, were also very adamant that it'll be our sixth, yes. our sixth World Cup. Mm-hmm. And what I'm seeing out of this latest Indian series, boys, those predictions Absolutely. gives them a lot of gravitas weight. weight. Yeah, makes them stuff makes us look like fucking Aristotle's. Yeah. Just a couple of Aristotles. A couple of Aristotles just making their way through this world, predicting yeah. what they can, predicting doing what, what they can, can for the Australian national sides. Yes. Now, if you don't get hot and sweaty over Australia's biggest ever one-day chase, then you got something wrong with you. And I think it was, where did it come in the all-time one-day chase? Fifth. We chased 359, punters, dribblers. 359. And a young boy... A young Australian named... Ashton Turner. Ashton Turner. I just wanted his first name. Thank you, Tom. Ashton Turner. Now, this little motherfucker, he got a 43-ball bucks ton of 84, which is just ridiculous. On debut? On debut for the nation. Filling in for, I believe, an injured hot boy, Marcus Stoinis. Now... If you don't think we're peaking at just the right time, you're an idiot because this is, it's all about peaking. Timing your run. Timing your run, peaking at the right time. Like, if you go too early, you end up fucking yourself. That's the oldest 
that's the oldest chick in the book. Everyone knows that. It's about peaking at the right time at the time when glory awaits. So we can climax at the final of the Cricket World Cup. That's it. At Lords, yeah. we need to climax then. We yes. need to climax at Lords. And we, need to, and we need to climax in the semis because the semis will be against a thrubber yes. and then we need to climax at you the final. To, you need to start climaxing. But we need semis. to climax in unison. Yes, at the final. Now, if this doesn't look to you like we're starting to get a bit of a chub on, it certainly does to me, and I think you need to have a, re- a revisit. I'm certainly seeing blood begin to flow into the Australian one-day penis. You're, I mean, couldn't have put it better myself. Couldn't have put it better myself. Now, if we're getting famous victories in India under the pump, yep. let me remind you of that. We chased it, which is no easy feat. That takes balls of steel, punters yep. and dribblers. Yep. If you can do that under trying circumstances, i.e. in India, right, then I think it bodes very well for what will be, you know, better conditions, more suited conditions for us in England. Well, we've come back to adversity. And don't forget, for fucking one second, that we've got two of the best players on the planet, nay, the universe, Mm. about to come back into that Australian setup. Galactic throbbers. So when when the 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 armchair pundit or the the cricket uh, you know aficionado in air quotes starts rolling in saying that England's favourites India I tell you what Eddie we can even I think we got one more game against India which may even be tonight uh, this is being recorded on a Tuesday Dior even if India win this series. We've, 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 we've. That's that's not. We're not. We don't. We don't need to win this series. We've made a decisive blow. That's not what we've it's rattled about. the cage, bro. The blood is entering the shaft, punters, dribblers of the Australian cricket piece, and it can't be reversed. No, it must fill before it can be drained, and I see it slowly filling, <laughs> climaxing, climaxing, be- climax beginning in the semis. And then being realised in its entirety in the final, and then and then slowly draining over three years, and then filling again in yes. a World Cup year because we don't give a fuck about anything else. Anything else? It's like the tide almost. But we've got to get the tides right. right. Now, look, we have done for a while. We have done for a while, evidenced by the fact that we have five World Cups. We'll be bringing a six hundred to Australia, and then winning the Ashes. Into the Ashes, obviously uh, different, one. different, different penis. So different. Different penis. Don't get your penises mixed up. I would ask the punter and the dribbler to cast their memories back to the Reds-Waratahs game on the weekend at the SCG where the quality of that field was fucking atrocious. It Essentially, it looked like spray-painted a spray-painted sand pit. Mm. Couldn't hold up to scrums. Couldn't hold up to, you know, the planting of a hard left-foot step, Eddie. And... Essentially, with the rugby league season starting this Friday, uh, Thursday, first game at the SCG this Friday, Punish Dribbles, I remind you that I, uh, 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 the SFS is getting demolished. So all rugby league games or plenty of rugby league games are going to be played at the SCG. Worst ground maybe in the country to watch rugby league and rugby union because they're so far away. But now they're trying to get this pitch ready. So let me just tell you what's apparently going on here. Uh... They're working on an emergency turf transplant of 3,000 square metres at a cost of $350,000. So they literally go out to places like in the west of Sydney, I believe, and just get a fuckload of new grass. What, from gra- from turf farms? 
I would imagine. Essentially like a toupee for the for the ground. Yeah. How do they make sure it's it holds? Do they glue it? I mean, what, what sort of glue would they be using? Well, just think about it, though. If they're doing an emergency transplant... Yes. I'm just imagining laying grass. It's got to take hold. The roots have got to take hold. The roots have got to embed themselves within the... Uh, I can't see that happening in a couple of days. Can you? No, they've guaranteed, though, apparently, that it's going to be ready. So how does that work? I'm so that's why I'm saying, do they glue it what somehow? What sort of glue? Are they I don't using? know. I don't know. I'm not an, uh, a horticulturist, Tom. I'm a dribbler. You mean you're a, 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 a you're not a fucking curator? You know, it's what is it? It's not horticulturist. No, I don't know. What They're a like they know trees and shit. Don't they? I don't look. I mean, look, Dior. Dior. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if you if you actually think about it. Right? Yeah, I know. You're, you're rolling out grass. You've got to make sure it's not slipping about. It's just going to, otherwise, it's just going to be like carpet in a hallway. Yes. It's exactly what it's going to be like. It's like it's like putting carpet down or like a it's like a rug on a on. That's what I'm a saying. Floorboard. It's like a toupee. It's like a toupee on a bald head. Yes, how I get you, that. And but how do you guarantee it not slipping around? Well, you glue a toupee on. There it. you go. There you go. So do we maybe. Was I wrong? Well, I mean, I, you're not wrong about the toupee. In terms of what they do with the ball, and I'm not wrong league. about it slipping around either. Well, I think maybe Eddie, and again, not a horticulturalist. I don't know if that. I don't know what they do, but I guarantee I'm not one. <laughs> but, but maybe the roots grow within a couple of days. I think that's unlikely. Why? I think that's unlikely. Are you what are you basing this on your knowledge as a horticulturalist? Look, as someone who's dabbled into the world of horticulturally, horticulture, horticulture. <laughs> As a man who's done some dabbling over the years, Tom, yeah. I just I can't see it standing up to the rigors of rugby league football because if it is going to grab, it's only going to be a moderate grab, a light to moderate grab. I would have thought. Yeah, you're not going to get that deep, grab. penetrating grab that you're looking for. That's my opinion. Where like your Latrells can put on violent lefties, yeah. and not worry about an ACL just getting just popping straight through their knee. Yeah, that's right. The game, the, the, the ground, just not and grabbing. If, at and all. if I mean, and look, in what I saw out of Josh Morris over in the uh, in England, he he's been coming off his left pretty violently. Loves to, and uh, I think you mean maybe Brett because Brett, Brett is playing for the Roosters and Thank Josh you, is playing for the Sharks. Thank you. Um, also. Eddie, while we're talking about the grab of the turf, when I saw the Waratahs game on the weekend, just below the surface of the turf was sand. So I don't know how turf is to grab to sand. Without glue. With well, I just Turf glue. Turf glue. Look, I don't look, if there's any horticulturalists yes. out there that know a thing or two about turf glue, please get in touch because S- there's, a couple, there's a couple of punters and dribblers here and I, I'm sh- I'm guessing uh, many around the world that would like to know the answers. What sort of glue they're using? If, okay, I'm asking the horticulturalists among you this. Can roots grab deep enough enough to put up with the rigors of first grade football in a in, in, a, in a mere 3 days or do they do they employ the use of some sort of turf glue, glue. or adhesive look in a, some sort of adhesive yes <laughs> glue based adhesive a glue based adhesive a sticky glue, glue based, based adhesive. adhesive just a little uh, hit of the google horticulture eddie the art or practice of garden cultivation and management there you go uh, Eddie, just a quick shout out 
to friend of the show, Andrew, Andrew Bogut, Andy Bogues. Friend of the show. Now, we've spoken at length about, obviously, what we see as the premier basketball competition in the land, certainly the Southern Hemisphere, the NBL. And we spoke about how when Andy came back to Australia, Andy Bogues, that is, really sort of changed his style of play, whereas in the NBA, he was just a big man in the middle, tall timber sort of stuff. Got down to the, the Kings. Unfortunately, the Crumbles got knocked out uh, in the, the semis. Went but- out swinging, though, Tom. Yeah. I just want to want to make, you know... That well, known. I, I want to make that known, that the Crumbles went out swinging. Yeah, improved. Improved immeasurably over the... Over the uh, the fullness of the season, Tom. What was a fantastic NBL season? Do you know who ended up winning the? Uh... Yes, it was the Melbourne United. Did they go back to back, Eddie? I don't know. Okay, that was a guess. Okay, I don't. Once the crumbles were out, I stopped caring. Yeah, same. And I didn't care much before that either, but I cared enough to know yes. the results, except for the final, except and the semis and the semis. Well, I knew that the crumbles were out, but that was it. That aside, friend of the show, Andy Bogues. King Crumble basically came back to the NBL and took on a little bit more of a playmaking role. He was the point guard, mm. uh, ran all the ran all the plays, and now since the season's over, the NBA has noticed his ability at thirty fucking old as fuck. I don't know, thirty four as fuck maybe, and he's now on his way back to the NBA to win another ring with the Golden State Warriors. So just wanted to shout out friend of the show Andy Bucks. Congratulations to Andrew. Uh, hell of a player. Think he redefined what you know the expectations of our players are in the NBL. Well, what a tall man can do. Took took the tall man in this league to another level, a level previously unexperienced, unseen, unregistered. Um, you could say that he's redefined the league, Tom. Redefined the league. Redefined what it means to be called tall timber. Defensive player of the year. Attacking player of the year. Point guard of the year. Gaze. Player of the Year, MVP, the Gays MVP, whatever it's called. Look, decorated career. We wish him all the best over the NBA. Um, happy to go over there and not play, I believe. But he'll play. But, you know, he'll, I think he'll probably play a bit of a Cooper Cronk role, you know, run the team, so to speak, yes. second coach sort of thing. Mm. Steph, get over here. Draymond, chill. Uh, you know, Clay, whatever. Just sort of get them all in and around the court, as it were. Yeah. Doing oh, that. Sort oh, of Durant, stuff. that's what you want to do? Nah, bro. This yeah. is how nah, we're nah, nah, bro. Nah, chill. This is how we're playing, bro. Yeah. Who's a better scorer, you or me? I mean, come on. Have you seen the way I play for the Crumbles? Who's a better scorer, you or me? Have you ever got the Offensive Player of the Year in the NBL? Have you ever won the Gays Award? No. Sit down, bro. Sit down, bro. No, you fucking space. Oi, time out, bro. Time out. The King's here. King of the Crumbles. Uh, Conor McGregor's back in the headlines. Since since he's fought Alvarez, he's been arrested more times, I think, than he's actually fought in the last couple of years. Or he's been in trouble with the law more times than he's... Like, it's just sort of... He Obviously, he's so rich, he doesn't give a fuck, but you're like... He doesn't give a fuck. And fucking Joe Rogan and all his wisdom was... He sort of predicted this. After he fought Floyd Mayweather, he was like, mate, he probably won't fight again. Why would you? He's got so much fucking money now. Like, who gives a shit? Came back and fought Khabib. For pride, Didn't to settle good. a score, look like pure shit. If you believe the rumours, the boy's got a bit of a... Uh, he doesn't mind a snort. He doesn't mind a snort, the big fella. Apparently getting into some elite snorting work over there in Ireland. Not to mention growling, howling and prowling. He's growling, he's howling, he's prowling, and he's snorting. He's doing his 
doing his weight in in blow. Put it that way. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's all alleged. But what I'm saying is probably, I mean, has he run out of puff for that fight game? They Dude. keep talking they keep talking about fucking him coming back and all that shit. I look at the I look at it now and I'm like, who the fuck are you gonna fight other than a Diaz Trill? Well, there's cowboys. Like cowboys, about, but- I mean, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm. What's going to get him out of bed? Yeah. What's getting him out of bed? Cash. Shit. Well, like he's already got a shit. Yeah, load. but I mean, like he's, he's. Oh, well, okay, then legacy maybe. But there's no way I think really now with the drive that he has, and I'm not saying it's probably it's pretty. Look, he's still got more drive than me to be a champion. But like, you know, he he doesn't have as much drive as he did on the way up. Clearly, yeah, and you need that. Job. You need that. You need that Max Holloway fucking mongrel rat yeah. bag in you, where you're like, this guy will kill people. Khabib, same thing. Where he's got so much money now, he said the other day, he goes, fighting is his third most lucrative income. Third, third after whiskey and maybe his clothing line, or mm. maybe not his clothing line because that just launched. I wonder what it would be. Whiskey for sure. And then maybe it's just some like investments, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Diversified, diversified portfolio, portfolio. exactly. Sure. You know what I mean? Where, which we do as well. We're in. Oh, I mean, look, we're into podcasting's our third fucking <laughs> third most lucrative income, which is hard to believe. I know. <laughs> it literally is. No, literally. Now, you know what? What do you? But what do we make of him slapping this this guy's phone out of his hand? Is it? Is he? Is he at five is in the he, morning in a Miami club? But is he? Like, fucking, he would get filmed all the time. Was this bloke being a pest of a motherfucker? Or was he being a, was he being or a rat is, bag? Or was Connor just high, high on life um, being a bit of a rat bag? It, every, Hard to say. Every chance it's, it's, it's rat bag status for Connor. Just being a fuckwit. Look, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it. I've never admitted this to you, Tom. But I'm prepared to now. Mm. The, the shine has, is, is washing off. A little bit. Oh, big time. Off Mystic Mac. Yeah, off Mystic Mac. Now, he used to be everything to us. Yeah, he was. Everything to us. Everything. And the shine is is going. Oh, God, yeah. And it does leave a gaping hole in my life for which I need a world-famous alpha to fill. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting on that alpha to come along, but at the moment, the posi- the position's vacant. Yes, um, Look, I'm taking resumes all week. I know you are too, Tom. At Hello Sport Podcast for alpha resumes. <laughs> so if anyone knows of an alpha we don't know about, seems unlikely, mm. then send them our way. Like, I mean, Anthony Joshua is pretty alpha, but he also doesn't fight anyone He's, cool. No, not unless and not until he comes up, not until he fights Fury. Fury. Or That's Wilder. what I want to see. Fury fight or them Wilder. both. Fight them both and beat them, and then we can start talking about handing that alpha resume. Because at the moment, you're doing it on looks alone. Yeah. Because beating a fucking 64-year-old Klitschko didn't get me as hard as you think it did. No. We've actually got an ad out on seek.com, and it's for an alpha. <laughs> to fill a gaping <laughs> hole in our lives. <laughs> a gaping hole in our lives. We need an alpha sportsman, global alpha sportsman. So, unfortunately, rugby league players need not apply. Um <clears throat> Fight sports, really, Eddie. If we're being well, honest. generally, if you if you're a if you're a prize fighter, usually the biggest buck in the room, yeah, goes with the territory, Tom. Now, but it doesn't. It's not. We're not necessarily limiting it. To limiting that. it to a, a fighter. Like, I mean, it could be an alpha of all walks of life, all all sporting disciplines. Yes, but 
we are taking resumes and CVs currently. Yes. It can be paper or video format. We mm-hmm. don't mind as long as they're submitted. Uh, and obviously, we'll review them one by one. And the best submission may get a prize. And that being... That being, that will be the number one alpha in our life. Number one alpha in our life. Which was Connor, now it's not. It was Connor. Connor's gone. A couple of honourable mentions, I would say, I mentioned before. Max Holloway fighting for the interim belt at 155 soon. He's uh, not. He's not. He hasn't handed his resume in. No, no, no. Nor would I accept it. You wouldn't accept Max Holloway's resume? As my number one. I'd, I, no, I'd accept it, but I, I, I'd read it. Yeah. But he's not my number one alpha, bro. Well, not right now he's not. But he's got he's got a lot of work to do. Doesn't, yeah. Not chatty enough. No, well, we do need a chatty alpha. We do love a chatty alpha. <laughs> we need a chatty alpha. And he's not chatty enough. Josh, Joshua's not too chatty either. I think Tyson Fury's out there as a chatty alpha. He's a chatty alpha. Now I like Tyson. So do I, but I feel like he might have a some 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 Israel Falau esque views on the world. Yeah, very religious, which we obviously take points off. Yes, that does. But that doesn't rule him out entirely. Depends no. how contained you can keep those beliefs yeah, and those yeah, views. Yeah, yeah. But look, I mean, we're not going. We're going around in circles. Where there's a hole to fill, there's a hole to fill. Needs to be filled. Need CVs. Need resumes. Need another alpha in our lives. Pronto. Please help us find an alpha. Now, Eddie, as we get into the Betaville um, conversation, Beta of the week, also could be sort of light of the week. It's it's light of the week, Beta of the week, usually. Now they don't always overlap. But no. this week and last week, well, last time we gave this award out, it was better of the week as well. Yeah. So would you just like to give a quick? Re- I've got the audio, some audio that will accompany this. So I just thought maybe if you can. Give so a punters, dribblers, to give you a bit of context, we're talking about the sacked coach of the Central Coast Mariners, Mike Mulvey. Mm. Now, Mike has been uh, let go because he played twenty. Had, 21 matches at the helm, one win, four draws. Holy shit. Okay. So that's why Mike's gone. Say that stat again, please. 21 matches, one win, four draws. Good God. Now, I don't want to come out and blame, play the blame game. Obviously, Mike's to blame, but did this all start to go pear-shaped when they let Usain Bolt go? Look, I think there's a very big correlation a huge correlation because the world was at their feet when Usain was there. They won that game in the MPL. They won the game in the MPL against the Plumbers. Things were looking up for the club. Sadly, they've got one win out of the season. Um, Mike's gone and he's been let go, Tom, in the most beater of fashions. Now, you've got some audio for the punter and the dribbler and you need to play it immediately. Well, this is the audio from just post-game when he's being interviewed by Fox and he's just been beaten 8-2. And as I'm losing my voice, punters, dribblers, forgive me. Uh, As he is doing the interview, he is completely drowned out by what is a victorious opposition team. So just have a little listen here. Rectify it. How do you talk us through what you've just seen and what's just happened and and that performance from your team? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's very, very hard to take, obviously. I'm bitterly disappointed. So in the first half, you know, we just gave up goals like it was um, it was like Sunday league football. To tell you the truth, it was men against boys in the first half. And we spoke about the space oh, that they have in front. This is not going well. Ball top no. in the midfield and one ball over the top. And, oh, you know, dear. So, but it's, it's drowned out so bad that 
you actually can't tell what he's saying. No, no, no. It's just, it's just muffled. It's just speaking. muffled and and blokes screaming in the background. And see, it's happened in rugby league before where you can actually hear like Brad Arthur after the Eels have been spanked. But this was the absolute drowning out, and it was really foreboding because. Well, it was absolutely foreboding because. He's been let go basically as soon as he's finished the sentence. Now, the owners of the powers that be at the Mariners have been watching the telecast and gone, my God, this bloke is the most beta male in the country. Got to go. They, they sacked him via Twitter, already at one in the morning. Okay. So, like, that's, so that's, that is just impossible betering. And post-game, he was like, look, We'll turn up tomorrow. We'll we'll get back into training. We'll you know we'll do this. We'll do that. It was like nah, no 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 nah, bro. You're at rock bottom, bro. You're gone, bro. And when you're at rock bottom, bro, the only thing left to do is to have a light and to think about how you got there. Beater That's all the, you can do. Beater of the week to Mike Mulvey. Dick has shriveled up and dropped off. It's attached itself to an alpha. Mike is now dickless, and he's having a light. Yep. Enjoy that light, Mike. Uh, be soon, but not for a while. Quick call out to friend of the show, Sam Hiles. Uh, I believe he's received his baggy green, but we haven't received our proper 12. And I'm just trying to work out what's happening there. So if you're listening, obviously you were given a baggy green based on the proper 12, but also you gave us a Shane Warne book, which was lovely. But I was under the impression that proper 12 was going to be on. on the Shane Warne did not equal... The baggy green. No. The fucking thing was, if anyone, if anyone in the world gets us a bottle of proper twelve, they get a baggy green. That was made crystal clear. Mm. So Tom and I can do a proper twelve podcast where we drink the whole bottle and we talk shit. That was. It's been. It's been very. It was black and white. It was. And we don't have a bottle of proper twelve. We that we were promised. I thought it was coming in February. I thought it was coming first of March. And it's not here. It's certainly not 1st of March anymore, Eddie. It's the 11th or the 12th. So, it's the 12th. It's, it's basically 12th. halfway through the month. We need to do this proper 12, proper fucked podcast. And right now, Eddie, it seems like we've had the wool pulled over our eyes. Will we fly to England and get that baggy green back? Yes, we will if we don't get that bottle of proper 12. Also, uh, inundated with graphic designers looking to do our podcast tile. Um but we always welcome more applications, Tom. Because sure. we don't want to we don't want to hand out we don't want to hand the reins over to Just anyone. Just anyone. We need to know we need to f- find the best of you amongst yes. amongst the punter and the dribbler. So if there are any out there, you feel like designing a podcast tile, any more out there I should say, because obviously we've had a few. Uh, if there are any more graphic designers out there, happy to work for free for a baggy green if you're good enough completely for free if you're not good enough then by all means be another one that's reached out another one to the list Uh, and then we'll go through the list and pick we'll obviously go through the list it'll take a while because there's a few of you and we'll work out who's got the best who's the best fit Eddie I also wanted to throw out a little uh, mention to some punters and dribblers out there if you fancy yourself as a sports writer and not like a Fox Sports sports writer because like not one where you're going, you know, just giving me a game recap. I don't really care. No, we're talking about opinion pieces. Opinion pieces. That's it. I don't want game recaps. Or if I do, I want them dripping in opinion. Unqualified <laughs> and unwavering. No. <laughs> They're opinion pieces. 
That's what we want. Dripping in an unbridled passion. Unqualified opinion. And unwavering bias. So if you fancy yourself as, uh, you know, having a way with words, acid-tongued, quick-witted, by all means, reach out at Hello Sport Podcast in the inbox. Just get in touch. Because, look... There might be things in the works. There might be things in the works. And there might be an avenue for the punter and the dribbler to express themselves. There might also be nothing in the works. But, I mean, who's to know? What we do know is this. You'll never know if you don't fucking have a crack. If That's you, what we If know. you think of yourself as maybe going, you know. Now, all sports welcomed. All sports welcomed, but have to be unbridled. Yeah. We don't want a really measured, considered... No, no, no. no. We, we want, want a couple to, of screws. No, no, no. no. We, it's, it can't be vanilla. It's got to no. be... It's got to be spicy as fuck and it's got to be dripping in controversy. Or maybe not necessarily controversy, no. but like don't shy honesty. away from, your, your, from your, your opinions and your beliefs. It needs to be honest. Yeah. Don't shy away from the truth. No. In your eyes. Yes. Speak your truth. But as we said, any writers out there, please reach out. At Hellsport Podcast on the inboxes. Um, now, I don't know if there's anything else really for us to talk about, Eddie. I feel like we have expelled all dribble from within our bodies. The dribble has been expelled for another week, and it has been marinated on top of the punter and the dribbler. So you can thank us for that later. A couple of quick shout-outs, actually, before I go. Shout-out to uh, the Throbber Michael Shearer for taking Hello Sport to Iceland, rocking his baggy green over in Iceland. Uh, looks like a hell of a time. Sunny Iceland. Um, just keep spreading that good message like a like a Mormon doing his mission. He's on his Hello Sport He's mission a disciple. right now. He's, He's a, a disciple. disciple. So appreciate, appreciate you, bruh. Uh, and then also just a shout out to Daniel Denba from Ethiopia, who's reached out to us on Facebook, Eddie. Now, Daniel has failed to translate his message to us. I do know that part of it, it well, it starts with Man United. And then from there, and he says, Man United is a very good, amazing club, new, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Now, I don't know what any of that means. Did try to do a bit of Google Translate to Ethiopian. Didn't have much luck. Daniel, if you are listening... Please reach out again in English, but appreciate you for reaching out. But if you but if you can't, then, then just just we'll, keep sending. Just shit keep in. sending shit. Maybe we'll just reply it and just assume to know what you're talking about. How does that sound? I think that sounds pretty nice. I think it's time for us to go, Tom. It's definitely we're well past our bedtime. Bye bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?